Hello. That was I've Just Seen a Face by The Beatles from the Help album. This is Mead and Cheese, the Beatles special. I'm DJ Mead. And I'm Lord DJ Cheese, or like as last week winner, I could be Lord DJ Mozzarella. Uh, we have some um, uh, we have our, some of our regulars on. We have some special guests tonight. So I'm going to go start from the back. We have Evan, our train correspondent. Of course. I hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to turn everyone else's mics on. Evan, hello. Yes. You still haven't turned his mic on. Yes, I I finally have sound. I am here. I am the train correspondent and I'm also the Greek god of Demon FM. You turn my headphones up. Um, We also have Ed here with us today. Yep. What do you do, Ed, on uh, Meat and Cheese? What's your... Was I given a vote? Well, you tell me I'm the data analyzer. Yeah, I think that's And, you cool. know, as we do do um, a, a lot of surveys. A lot of data. There is a lot yeah. of data. I, I am currently yeah. creating a survey as yeah. we speak, but that's not for meat and cheese. That's for my work that should yeah. have been done it's yesterday. <laughs> Ed, Ed is a professional data analyst. So, um, Tom, and we who also else have, have we got? We also have... A very special guest who's just been on the radio in the last session talking about the Cordex Leicester Film Festival. Codex. Someone's going to have to say that for me. Codex, Codex Leicester Film Festival. Uh, we have James. Hello. Hello. James, you a big Beatles fan? Uh, yeah, I am actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Go- yeah. Cool. Because James, who's uh, the best Beatle? He's the best Beatle. Uh, <laughs> I would actually want to ask. That. This is a who's big argument that me and Corey one? have a lot. Yeah. Well, you know what, Ed? I'm happy that we've got you on the show this week because did you know? Because I'm right. Did you know that today is George Harrison's birthday? Oh, is it? Yeah, really? It is. I'm gonna look that up. Mm. I'm, I'm making sure. One, two, three. It actually is George Harrison's birthday. Well, and, um, happy that's, birthday. That's why we're doing the Beatles special today. It's not a coincidence. This was <laughs> completely planned. <laughs> okay. Um, well, so James, you're going to be our Beatles expert. Yeah, well, no, I don't even have a favourite Beatles. I can't tell you. Because I, I, like, I, Corey did say this to me the other day. He said, we need to get James on. He knows a lot about the Beatles. <laughs> did um, I, I may have mistakenly said that. <laughs> But we're here. We're here now. Uh, I know nothing about the Beatles, so whatever you know is going to be miles ahead of what I know. Um, also, another announcement: our che- great cheese war continues. We continue <laughs> this great journey into finding the best cheese. So last week um, we had Feta going against Mozzarella, and unfortunately, Mo- uh, Feta lost. Rigged. rigged. It's rigged. Rig- yeah. It's a rigged ma- maybe. It, it was. I, it I wa- did rig it. It was a massive landslide. But this week, excitedly, we have Red Leicester from mm, Leicester City cheese. itself. And we have Stilton Cheese, which all you older viewers should love. Um, for reasons yeah. I'm not I'm not middle-aged yet, so I don't understand it yet. But, you know, I'm getting there. Um, so yeah, though um, I'm gonna go around the room. I want to see what everyone's opinion is, opinion is of this like cheese war here, Red Leicester versus Stilton. Um, Corey, I'll go with you first this time. I I think um, my opinion is obvious, isn't it? Like my favourite cheese of all time is Red Leicester. So I'm obviously wanting Red Leicester to win the whole thing. Yeah, and you don't have any sort of like you know maybe like oh, but Stilton, you know. I hate Stilton. So you, you're, Boo to Stilton. you're full on anti Stilton. Anti Stilton. Pro Red Leicester. I, I am in the Red Leicester party, okay? okay. I am firmly okay. against Stilton. See, I think Red Leicester's overrated. <gasps> and I'm from Leicester, and I think it is. 
I, I mean, I've I don't get it. It's the same as cheddar, just slightly different. It's not it's not that great. And cheddar's the original, so but Stilton, although I don't particularly like it, I force myself to have it every so often, and I kind of find it okay. But it is my mother's favourite cheese, so I'm going to be defending her honour today by making Stilton win. Um, James, well, do you know what I've just been wondering? Yeah, what makes it reddish? The Leicester. Uh, uh, originally, Leicester it was carrot or beetroot juice. Okay, so cool. is that what it probably is now? So now I, I don't actually know. It, it, it That was what it was originally coloured with. But It's like a flavour. I'm, I'm looking at... Is, isn't it? Uh, oh, God, I've just That's read it. Good. Being coloured orange, by the way. And Atto. I have no idea how you pronounce that, but that <laughs> thing. It's, it's a fruit. It, they they colour it with a fruit. So are we all on the side of Red Leicester then, except for Tom? Yeah, I think so. I think Red? I, I don't know. I mean, Red Leicester was only made originally uh, with the milk left over from making Stilton. Oh. Because they are both from... Oh, oh so, it, it so, personal, so wait, Stilton's from Leicester? Wow. Yeah, Stilton's from Leicester, Stilton yeah. Stilton is originally from uh, Wimondon. And what and what you're telling me I here not, is I don't really know if Stilton, that right. if if I'm correct, is, is a Midlands cheese. Yeah. And can only be called Stilton if it is made in Leicestershire, Derbyshire or Nottinghamshire. Yeah. So yeah. but what you're telling me there, Ed, is Which is which is quite funny because yeah. it's named after the village of Stilton in Cambridgeshire. <laughs> <laughs> but that means So we've got the two yeah. Midlands cheese facing yeah, but off. That, yeah. that that makes the the thing a lot more makes a lot more sense in the terms of the competition. But also I think it's weird because from what Ed just described to me about the process of make uh, the original process, if it is so, that makes Red Leicester like the baby of Stilton cheese. If it's made out of the oils of Stilton, you could argue that. Yeah, you well, could say it's out like of the leftover milk, so the milk that yeah. they didn't use the surplus. You could yeah, say it's like so a father versus son. Birth. Yeah, or would it be twins versus each other? You know, like like, like the brothers. A, yeah, the, a gross twin versus like the hot, you know. Twin. It's like when Kane and the Undertaker fight. Yeah, this yes. Is, this is just <laughs> made things a lot more interesting. Ed, so are you, do you have someone you want to particularly bat? Is it Red Leicester or Stilton? I'm tempted to go with Red Leicester, but I think I'll go with Stilton because it's a more classic cheese. Okay, yeah, yeah. You seem it's like a, a Stilton it's, it's, man. It's a, it's a blue cheese, so you know. And Evan, I think I already know your answer. Yes, it's Red Leicester in a landslide. And you're wrong like you are about the Matrix. I've also got um, so, uh, two more cheese facts if you want <laughs> oh, them. Okay. The Matrix so, is amazing. It's a masterpiece. Especially the first one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, we'll see. The, once the rest <laughs> of them won. No, but um, Red Leicester is called Red Leicester because originally it was called Leicestershire cheese. Nice. But during the war, they started making White Leicester. Because oh. they because of rationing, so in World War Two, so they changed the name to Red Leicester to distinguish it. And I read something about oh yeah, Stilton comes in two varieties, blue and white. That sounds interesting. Oh. I wouldn't mind trying some white Stilton. Cool. Well, we're, what we're yeah, gonna do? Wants that you want the blue? Is we're gonna put a poll up on Twitter and now right now, and there'll be one up on our Instagram on the story. And you can also see the grid on the Twitter to see how the competition is going. But go vote, you know, go back. And we'll let the people decide who's who the real cheese winner is as we continue this great cheese war. Yeah, so this is the Beatles special. And I feel like we should probably play some Beatles or Beatles-related yeah. music. Um, so there's a lot going on in the world right now. World tensions are quite high. And I think this song is more important than ever right now. So yes. we've got... 
Give Peace a Chance by John Lennon. Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, first girlfriend was 18 and he was 24. Wait, what? <laughs> this yeah. is the Mead and Cheese Beatles special, everyone. Well, we talk about Leonardo DiCaprio being a bit weird. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What's your official stance on Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, but before you answer that, that was <laughs> Give Peace a Chance by John Lennon. I yes. thought it was very relevant right now. Hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's a fantastic actor. Oh, he's yeah. incredible. Not a great boyfriend. I, but I don't think he should have got the Oscar for don't, Reverend. Well, I've never been his boyfriend, so I, I think can't he really judge him for that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't so, say um, no, I'd take the daddy. Sugar Who's daddy. everyone's favourite Beatle? George Harrison, that's the end uh, of it. Well, yeah. so we're we moving on. We're Ringo all in agreement. Star. I've always liked Paul McCartney. I'm sorry. See, Ringo Starr is a Paul close McCartney second. Guy, yeah. I like you. I don't know why. And and I can't say Paul McCartney because he hasn't stopped. So we've got two Pauls, one George and one Ringo. So Tom, Ringo. are you gonna are you gonna be our John or are you gonna go completely different? Go on, you give me one. Wasn't Ringo Starr a TV series? He's been in a lot of stuff. Y- you know what we could play? We could play. What Thomas the Tank Engine? The Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah, that's I it. think I think <laughs> I think we should just play an episode of Thomas. Uh, you know what? You, you, should we just watch an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> yes. Let me pull up Netflix. Give me a second. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? It could be. You never know. Have we tried it? Let's search it. Also, Leonardo DiCaprio's current girlfriend <laughs> was born the year before me. Yes! <laughs> so, yeah, Ringo Starr is your favourite because of Thomas the Tank Engine, Evan? <laughs> I, I think that's the reason, isn't it? Yes, it's all interconnected, guys. All I'm saying is, Thomas the Tank Engine is the best train. Are we going to play any Ringo it- Beatles songs today? We, we will play some Ringo later on. Hang yeah. on, hang on. He's just said Thomas the Tank Engine is the best train. Yeah, who do you think it is? James, number five. <gasps> what? The one that gets bricked up in a in a tunnel. What? <laughs> I've always been a diesel ten kind of guy. Really? Oh, really? He's, he's got that evil. big claw. Yeah. Come on, guys. No one can beat Thomas. He's so bad. Fair Well, Thomas is one everyone remembers. Yes, because he has the best colors. He's got everything. Did he... any of you ever have the tracks? The yes. blue tracks. Yes. The blue tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The blue oh, tracks. Oh, growing up, I had the whole set. Excellent. Yeah, same, same. So, um, yeah, I think next up, because it's George Harrison's birthday today, we should play a George Harrison Beatles song. Why not? So we're going to do Do You Want to Know a Secret by the Beatles, and then after that we've got an interview. Could have picked Here Comes the Sun. Then after that we've got an interview with um, Apollo Nithercott from the Nithercots. Hello everybody, you are listening to Mead and Cheese on Demon FM. I am DJ Mead, joined with uh, one of my closest friends and long-time Beatles fan, Alistair Brown. Hello. Or yeah. would you be better known as Apollo Nithercart from the sort of in Ashfield-based trio, the Nithercarts? Quite, quite possibly, quite possibly. Indeed, yes. So uh, you've been a Beatles fan for a long time? Very long time now, yeah. Oh, can't remember the first year I got into them, but yeah, it was... It's been a while, been a while. What would you say is like the main thing that made you a Beatles mega fan? Um, well, the first things that got me into them were you and then uh, the game Beatles Rock Band, which well, I, was, I was on that constantly, non-stop for a good few months. 
And well, Beatles just... Rock Band is an absolute classic. Absolute banger of a game. Uh, but yeah, playing through there just kind of sort of got a bit obsessed with them and then started collecting the records, listening to more of the music, and it just sort of, yeah, it just sort of happened. Mm. I don't want to, um, like, assume, but would you say that Facebook meme groups played as big a part in your becoming a Beatles fan as it did mine? It, it definitely did help, yeah. It, it made me learn a lot more about the band themselves, weirdly, and uh, know a lot more of the more, like, deep cut sort of stuff, like uh, Paul is dead and temporary secretary <laughs> sort of stuff. But is the secretary temporary? The, the secretary's always temporary until Paul finally releases McCartney 2 2 with permanent secretary. Of course. Um, do you need a temporary secretary? I think we all need a tempor temp temp temporary secretary in our lives, at least at some point. I would absolutely agree. So, um, while you're on mead and cheese, do you have a favourite mead? Uh, now, this might come as a shock to everybody, but I've actually never tried mead. That is absolutely outrageous, and I don't understand why you came on the show at all. Well, I simply can't find anywhere that sells it. For cheapness. That's true, but last week on the show, I think we discussed that Morrison's have started selling it for £5 a bottle. £5 a bottle of Morrison's? So, uh, big Ooh. up Morrison's. I say you might have to take a trip down to Morrison's. Uh, do you have a favourite cheese? Cheese? Now, this, this, is, a, this is a tough one. Favourite cheese. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, Edam, Gouda, goat cheese I'm a fan of, of course, the classic Nice. Cheddar and Red Leicester. And um, Swiss cheese, the ones with the holes in it, you know. Sort of. Which one would you say is like your ultimate favourite? The one that I'm. The one that I always jump back to is Emmental. Interesting. That's the one that I always go, ooh, ooh, yeah. I'll grab a, grab a block of that and I'll just, you know, sort of. I'll cut, like, bars of it off the block and just, just have it plain. Nothing else. I mean, it's not as good as Red Leicester, but it's okay. <laughs> Red, Leicester, Red Leicester is peak. So, um, yeah, thank you for coming on the Mead and Cheese Beatles special. You were talking about Beatles rock band. Would yeah. you say it is the greatest rock band game ever made? Uh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I mean, you, you get you get the fun of what rock band games are with the best music of all time. It, it's it's like the perfect combination. So, um, a day in the life. There's this big debate over who sang the R's. Who do you think sang the R's in a day in the life? See, originally, I would hand on heart immediately answered John. Mm. Because that's who I thought used to sing it. But I also used to think um, Penny Lane was a John song just because uh, he showed up in the video first. Outrageous. <laughs> so 
I can't really trust my, my instinctual sort of thoughts about them. So I think the person who sung the R's was probably George Martin. That would make a lot of sense. I personally think it was probably Yoko Ono. That would also make a lot of sense. I feel like, what if it was a um, Ringo, but he travelled back uh, in time purely to sing the R's? Ringo from the future. Ringo from the future. Thomas the Tank Engineer, Ringo. Maybe it was just Thomas the Tank Engine who sang the R's. Maybe it was. Maybe it was the Fat Controller. Maybe the real person who sung the R's were the friends that they all made along the way. Maybe it was Pete Best. Pete Best came back from oblivion to sing the R's and never got credited for it. Maybe it was... <laughs> Maybe it was Bobo Nithercart from the Nithercarts. That's that's a good shout. I, I think, think you might have, might have cracked it there, mate. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> so, um, what is your favourite Beatles album, Alistair? Favourite Beatles album? It's flip-flopped all over. Every, it practically changes every day, but the one that my heart will always yearn for is Magical Mystery Tour. The album. But, but is Magical Mystery Tour an album? Originally, no, but... Through, through time, it's been given the status it deserves as an album. So they made it canon, is what you're saying? Essentially, yeah. The EP's now in Legends. The album's canon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I own the original EP. Um, and I got quite annoyed when um, I bought this like big box set of the American albums and Magical Mystery Tour wasn't in it. Yeah, it's 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 the one American album. That's yes, I, I agree. American. I agree. Yeah. What do you think about the Beatles? Uh, because all Alistair? of those ones aren't canon. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's the one good album that came from the Capitol recordings. Yeah, those Capitol albums are weird, man. They're they're really weird. I think my favourite out of the Capitol albums, if we're not talking Magical Mystery Tour, has to be Yesterday and Today. Oh, yeah, definitely, with the, uh, the butcher cover. With the butcher cover? Yeah. It's just iconic. Classic. So, um, who's your favourite Beatle, then? Favourite Beatle? Now, this one's changed a fair bit as well, but I'm going to have to say George Harrison. Has it not always been George Harrison? I feel like it has, the longest it, time. It used to be John. But it's, yeah, a couple of years ago, I started listening to more George solo stuff, and now it's just, yeah, man's become my favourite. I will say that George Harrison's solo stuff is some of the most underrated stuff you will ever hear. Oh, uh, I could listen to his solo stuff all day, non-stop. You got a favourite George Harrison solo album or solo song? Favorite favorite album would be uh, All Things Must Pass. But um, favorite song, it's it's changed a couple of times, like really recently actually. Uh, right now, it's probably either Blow Away, Dog Horse, or You. Dark Horse is is a banger. Dark. You's probably 
one of my favourites right now. It's just one of those songs you can listen to on repeat. Yeah, like that. Almost all of George's songs are just, they put you in a good mood, you know. They do. It's like even his Beatles songs, like, he's, he's got a few of the more darker songs. But Here Comes the Sun, you, you can't listen to that without a smile on your face. I mean, people talk about the Beatles being very experimental, and I think George Harrison's often left out of that conversation. But he did a lot in bringing yeah. Eastern influence into the Beatles. I mean, one of the first, like, more experimental songs that they released was a Norwegian Wood. And that the only reason that was slightly experimental is because George went, I want to play the sitar. I mean, The Inner Light is an absolute masterpiece. Oh, honestly, the amount of songs written by George that are masterpieces are just, it's insane, really. Like, if you play the inner light to the average Joe and you remove the lyrics, they wouldn't assume it was a Beatles song. Yeah, I think, I think that's part of the reason, that's, that's part of the reason that they've stayed so prevalent as well, is the fact that you can go from She Loves You, Love Me Do, to the inner light and Love You Too. And a bit of Helter Skelter thrown in there. Helter Skelter, ooh. Helter Skelter and Hey Bulldog. That, that's the thing about the band though, like, they've got their definitive sound, but they also have so many other songs that are just completely different to what you would expect. Yeah, it's, it's, but it, it's like even throughout the experimental part of the uh, Beatles era, you still had the, a couple of their songs still had the, uh, like, the classic Beatles sound. Are you more of a... More of an early or late Beatles kind of guy? I'm definitely more of a late Beatles kind of guy. Probably. I, I, listen, I listen to more of the uh, 66 onwards music. Yeah. I do, I do sometimes find myself going back to, to the earlier albums. Particularly Help. Help is one of my all-time favourite albums. That I'll always go back to. And Please Please Me as well, actually. Please Please Me is an absolutely banging album. It is. It, it's, it's such a good, like, debut album as well. But do they actually have a bad album? Uh, I wouldn't say they have a bad album. They, I, would, I would argue that Yellow Submarine isn't a very good album. You see, it's, it's not a very good Beatle album. But it's a, still a good album. It's a good George Martin album. Yeah, it's... Beatle albums are only bad when you compare them to other Beatle albums. If you, you compare them to other albums, they'll, they're all good in their own way. So, um, you said George had your, some of your favourite songs from the solo careers. How would you compare George's solo career to the other four, the other three? Uh, well, I haven't really listened to much of Ringo's solo career. I don't know too much about it, so... I, I can't say too much. Rip. Um, Paul's solo career—it feels like a continuation of his Beatles career to me. It's obviously he does more stuff with Wings and by himself. He mm -hmm. gets experimental like McCartney too. For all of its weirdness, I absolutely love the album. Same. And Wings Bang on the Run is. That, that's an album I class as a masterpiece. 
What about uh, my favourite album, Ram? Ram. See, I, st I still haven't gotten around to listening to Ram yet. This is outrageous. I know, I know. You're, you're absolutely fuming at me right now. You know what you need to do, mate? You need to go listen to Ram and drink a bottle of mead. Ram and mead? Ooh. That, that sounds like a good combination, man. So, um, yeah, before we wrap up the, um, the interview then, what's your favourite Beatles song? Oh, you're really ending it on an extremely difficult note. Oh, favourite Beatles song? There's so many. There's so many. I mean, there's uh, Long, 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 that's one of my favourites that's sort of, it's not as well known, unless you're mm -hmm. a fan of the Beatles, that's one I think a lot more people should listen to. Uh, practically the entire Abbey Road album, bar Maxwell Silverhammer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a bit controversial and say that Maxwell Silverhammer is my favourite song from Abbey Road. Really? Really? Above Octopus's Garden and Sunfist? Yes. Ooh. And, and the medley. Well, if we're counting the medley as one if song, then I'll go the medley. Medley always wins <laughs> But but the medley isn't one song, so that, that's a fair fair point. Fair point. <laughs> but I probably also have to say like Norwegian Wood is one that I I always go back and listen to. That's that's one that always grabs me. The No Wet Man as well, and then even one after nine oh nine. So. Um... It's impossible to choose a favourite, is what you're saying. Essentially, yeah. There's, there's so many good ones. There's so many different types of music that sometimes it's difficult to choose a favourite off of an album. Okay, well, if you can't choose a favourite, could you um, just give us a song you would like us to play on Mead and Cheese? Oh, oh. See, now, now I've, got to, I've got to choose a nice good one. Um, I guess I'll say let's let's play let's play Living Two off of Revolver. All right, that was Alistair Brown. Thank you very much for coming on, mate, for Meat and Cheese Beatles special. Thank you for having me. And uh, next up on Demon FM, we are playing Love You Too by the Beatles. Hello. Hello. That was Love You Too by The Beatles. Thank you, Alistair, for coming on. It's a shame Fa you had to leave Thank the you. studio uh, yeah. so urgently, yeah. but it was yeah. nice having Fa you in Thank here. you for coming so on. Yeah. So that, was, that was some riveting live content. Uh, I've never felt so much at the edge of my seat listening to the next words. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I've found more stuff out about cheeses. Go yeah. on, go so on. first off, Red Leicester doesn't have a website. <gasps> Stilton, <gasps> however... Does you're joking? I know, right? It, well, it's quite proves. an interesting website, actually. Like, look at this thing. It, it, it's all about just Stilton, and there's stuff with recipes. There's the story of Stilton, whereas Red Leicester is literally just the byproduct of Stilton, essentially. All that proves is that Red Leicester is so good, it doesn't need a website. <laughs> we however, know of it. but however, if we if we look at the Google Trends, the search history, um. Stilton dominates. 
year just absolutely dominates so, over Red Leicester. Talking about dominating, go on, go on. Are you into domination? Red. Uh, well, I was just going to say something about cheese, not actual domination. Um, but uh, yeah, so on the poll. Uh, currently stands Red Leicester has a 71% lead yes excellent wow. excellent. Uh, excellent that's good news this is what I want to hear so do you so, want to hear something so guys if you're middle aged um, go follow D- uh, Mead and Cheese go yeah. follow yeah. us on social media and make sure you vote on our poll yeah so you I want to hear ask something everyone. disappointing Tom oh what's that on Instagram it's 100% for still <laughs> Oh, the Instagram poll doesn't count. The yeah, Instagram's very new, though. Corey, it's new. Yeah, yeah. yeah Corey. Um I want to ask everyone in the studio what their favourite Beatles song is. So I'll go in a line. I'll start with Evan. Yes. What is my favourite Beatles song? Yeah. Here comes the sun. Cool, cool. A song Ed? that I couldn't appreciate. I was like, who would enjoy? Like, who would make a whole song about like, oh my God, the sun is out. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Then I travelled to the UK from Greece. So you, you, you know, oh. the, the version of Here Comes the Sun when they remixed it, so it's actually in stereo. It's so much better. Oh damn! I don't know that existed. I yeah, prefer they did mono. it a couple of years ago. Well, it wasn't in mono to begin with, but the thing was, it was that t- period of stereo where they were being real lazy about it. So everything was in one ear. Oh, yeah. damn! What's your favourite Beatles song, Ed? I don't know because that's a bad question. <laughs> it's not a bad question. You got to come up with one Beatles. Ed, you got, song got to you come like. up with one Beatles seconds. song. Just Ed, tell us a song you like. Nine. Popular bands Eight. of all time. Just say a Seven. song you like. Ed, a song you, I like. Ed, I'm giving you ten seconds to make a decision which song. You're giving me right. ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, you've got to decide ago. in ten seconds which song you're going to keep in a burning house. A house is burning down. All the Beatles are on like single tape. You gotta take save one tape. Hey Bulldog. Hey Bulldog. So that Amazing is the best. Choice. That is the best song. Well, can we play that one next? Do um, we play Bulldog? that one next? Um, James, what is your favorite Beatles song? Uh, I, you know, I can't truly <gasps> decide. I do like Paperback Writer though. Paperback Writer. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Beatles song, if, if anyone's interested, is the Year Three Thousand. <laughs> I went to the Year Three Thousand. That one. What what album is that from? Uh, the year three thousand, three thousand. It's it's a present for everyone. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? You yeah. know that one that had those three men in it, that were sort of like the Beatles, but they were from Essex. Okay, I have one question. Go on. I supposedly we end up in the year three thousand. What each and every one of you would think the year three thousand would look like? Futurama. I think it would. <laughs> I love be, your answer. I, I don't know. I think Futurama kind of had it down, mm-hmm. because you know at the moment we've got. You know, we're getting closer and closer to suicide booths. Yeah. <laughs> like, Amazon has those, like, chill-out rooms, which is just a small cubicle that looks like a phone box. That looks like the cube from the Cube Horror movie. <laughs> well, I've actually been it's to real. the year 3000, and not much has changed except we live underwater. I would think it would be back at the start of civilization. I wouldn't see any buildings. It would be just grass. And people would be, like, again, cavemen. The humans left. No. The Why did they leave? This is a very interesting idea. Survived and just became again. How can I say? It? I, 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 think, I think if we made a movie, Evan, yes. where it was, um, you travel to the year 3000, there's no humans around. But there's no, like, there's no bodies either. They've Ooh. just all disappeared. I have something And better. the entire thing is just like piecing together what happened. Ooh. Gonna do a radio show. Okay, that would be good. <laughs> but I have an idea. I have an even better idea. What if we were in a utopia where everything 
was trains. There was no cars, no airplanes, no boats. So it's so it's like that movie Cars, but yes, with trains. But with trains. <laughs> How do they procreate? <laughs> well, <laughs> see, the daddy steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> the daddy steam engine goes into the mummy's tunnel. Oh no. Oh well. <laughs> So uh, I, I I just love that idea though because like think about it, how would they get anything done because they're stuck to the rails. Kind of so they're gonna have to build more rails. So they're gonna at the some point evolve it. arms and disposable thumbs. <laughs> Before we play Hey Bulldog, Tom, do you want to remind the world of our mission statement? Yeah, our mission statement is we are raising awareness of the greatest meads and cheese. Um, we're gonna do this every single week every friday seven to nine we have already made this radio show is the most popular show in demon fm is the most popular show on um on about me in the whole united kingdom and possibly the world we're going to continue to do this make sure you follow our social medias mead and cheese on yes. instagram mead and cheese on twitter just just mead another and interesting note yeah mead is also more popular than red leicester yeah, mead is a very popular thing, and it, it is become popular because of our efforts of from Ed, Evan, Corey, and our lovely guests every single week. I mean, if you look on our Facebook page, you can see that The Sun have written three articles about Corey, how many likes do we have on our Facebook page? We have nearly, we're, we're nearly at 600 likes. Nearly at, oh, oh, damn, we're going for a thousand. How many people so in this room? So there's six, seven, seven people in this room. Now just um, time, right, times six of us by, I, I don't know the math. Ten, by ten. ten. Yeah, times six of us by ten, and then you well, get... I think we need six every hundred. By yeah. a hundred. Times six of us by a hundred, you get... like to that Facebook page. I think we need them all in the studio. I think yeah, we need to get... We should do a, like, Comic-Con type, like, uh, panel event. Here's some interesting Also, if anyone wants to do a panel show on Demon FM, I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> Some interesting statistics from our Facebook you'll, you'll analytics. 75% of our Facebook audience is female. <gasps> I know, it's well, c crazy, isn't it? It ladies is. Ladies love the Yeah, we really do ladies have the X Factor, don't we? And we really do. <laughs> we really have the X Factor. <laughs> Sounds weird. All right, Ed, you said your favourite song was Hey Bulldog, so we're going to play that right now. Hey Bulldog by none other than the Beatles. That was Hey Bulldog, Ed's favourite song ever on Mead and Cheese. It, it isn't my favourite song ever. But it is. But it has it a really legendary scene in Yellow um, Yellow Submarine. Oh, let's talk Never. about the Beatles movies. We we've got a Yellow movie Submarine guy. is the best one. Yeah, we've got plenty of movie guys mm. in here. Yes, we. Tom, do. have you yeah. ever seen any of the Beatles movies? I have. You have not not seen <laughs> any of the Beatles movies. Ed, which one would you recommend? Uh, Yellow Submarine, the best one, the only one that really holds up. I think A Hard Day's Night is a good laugh. I, I think that they're all okay, but a lot of them are a bit like, oh yeah, it's just boy band in a movie. I mean, they they have aged quite significantly. There was H Hard Day's Night, Help, Magical Mystery Tour, hence the album, and Yellow Submarine. There was also um, Let It Be, but that was the documentary. Which, which was pretty great. Yeah, which uh, Get Back was recently released, wasn't it? Which was... Mm made with the same footage probably i haven't yeah. watched it i i don't pay for disney plus and i refuse to Fair. it's it's all right actually it's a good good documentary it is a pretty good documentary yeah. although I enjoyed it. on on rotten tomatoes the highest rated one is a hard day's night at 98 percent. a hard really? day's night's a good laugh help yeah. has 91 
Magical Mystery Tour is 62. Because that one was a bit weird. It was a made-for-TV film. Yeah. And then also there's Yellow Submarine with 96, because that movie is a trip. Should we talk about an actually really good movie in Head, you, uh, the Monkeys movie? No. The Monkeys? I've seen some uh, Monkeys episodes, but... You know, oh, I love the Monkeys. I hear with the Monkeys. Yeah. It's fantastic, but... <laughs> with the Monkeys. <laughs> no, keeps the, us monkey around. This, the scripts are, are... I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong, Hard Day's Night, good laugh, as you say, but those Beatles films have some poor scripts. Compare that to The Monkeys, you know. Well, that, they were just a TV show. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. You know, there was the one with the hat and his three friends. Trust Which me. one was the one with the hat? That <laughs> was Michael Nesmith. And Mike Nesmith, my aunt is going to kill me for forgetting that she loves Mike Nesmith. I also love Mike Nesmith. Oh, you should meet my aunt. <laughs> we, we'd probably get along, yeah. This is the Beatles special where we talk about Mike Nesmith of the Monkeys. Evan! Yes? You got a favourite Beatles film? Actually, yeah, I really like The Yellow Submarine, although it's the only one I have seen, and I have seen it when I was younger, because uh, maybe it's the childhood memories, but I really liked it when I was a kid. That's great. I should just quickly note that um, The Yellow Submarine was originally meant to be the Beatles performing themselves. But they had to get stand-ins because they couldn't be bothered. They got actors. Yeah, there's a live-action sequence at the end, though. But that movie is amazing. It is a trip. It, it is very And I'm very glad that no one said their favourite Beatles movie was Yesterday. Because that movie is not good. I haven't That's seen it. That's terrible. It's a terrible well, movie. I t- actually, I do have a favourite Beatles movie. Go on. But I've, I've, if you say Bugs Life... No, <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, no, it is... Um, it's a film about where the Beatles don't exist. Like this guy, he wakes up and yes. the Beatles stop existing. Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. Yes. It's, that was it's a called? terrible movie. Yes. Yeah. Someone likes it. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I, I yesterday. And I think says it's all right. <laughs> and I think that is an amazing film. It is. It really. Yeah. It, it it's romantic. It's beautiful. And the Beatles don't exist in it. Yeah, Tom, okay. but here's okay. the thing. You don't like Matrix, so your opinion doesn't count. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have lost your movie rights with me. I'm sorry. No, no. We still we still agree on okay. some of the greatest films. Planet of the Apes. Okay, yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. And I, I don't hate the Matrix. I just don't get the Matrix. What's everyone's favourite movie soundtracks? It. Oh, anything by John Williams, I mean. <laughs> No, yeah. I know it sounds cliche, but at the same time, it's it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is. So, he has made some of the greatest ones. I cannot like bypass Star Wars or yeah. Indiana Jones or. I, I think one of my favorite pieces of just like oh. movie music is just Duel of Fates. I yeah, also really like Danny Elfman when he did Batman, not the first one, the second one, Batman Returns. Well, you know his best work, Wango Bongo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or um, the Simpsons theme. Okay, yes. But I really like the Batman Returns theme from uh, Elfman when he did the 80s one. Fun fact, since we're talking about music and artists, one of, like, literally my most hyped upcoming film, and I recently saw the trailer and I want to get on pinos, is Elvis. Have you seen the trailer? No. I I really want to see this movie. I really want to see this movie. I'm kind of just done with biopics. Let's Ah, have a debate. Tom Hanks plays the, like, his manager. It's so perfect. Let's have a debate. The Guardians of the Galaxy films. Oh, I've watched Which one, one of them. has the better soundtrack? Awesome the Mix first 1 it's the or only Awesome one. Mix 2? It's the only one I've seen. Here's the oh. thing. I've seen both. I would say there are some good gems in, this, gems, like in the second one, the soundtrack, especially the one um, 
Suddenly you're a good girl. But I think number one cannot be played. I mean, the start, like, hooked on your love. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. In the feeling that car shot as well. Ooga shaka, ooga 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 shaka, ooga ooga. I can't stop this feeling. Ooga shaka. <laughs> Tom, you got a favourite Guardians Such of the Galaxy soundtrack? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, da 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 da. The Wanderer. The Wanderer. Yeah. I'm the type of guy who... (laughs) 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 Yeah, the Wanderer. Was that also in the Guardians films? I don't think it was. Yeah, it was. was. Right at the beginning. The Wanderer is is the opening soundtrack of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, that's... It's it's in in the third one where Star-Lord comes out in, like, a mankini and and starts throwing cheese and mead at everyone. The Wanderer is in the very. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's in the very first scene of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a song he's listening to. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It is. is. I'm the type of guy who likes the Wanderer. Tom, are you thinking of Fallout? The video. No, no. I'm thinking (laughs) of Guardians of the Galaxy, the opening sequence where he listens to that song. I don't want to set the world. Right, and it, when we go, fire. when we cut some, pull, we'll pull up the intro, and he'll be listening to it. This is Lester's student what, what, sound. It is eight pm, everyone. What what Your happened? Student sound. Uh, yeah, that happens every hour. I don't. Y- like you it. can actually stop it from happening, but no one's ever We're asked on me how, so I'm not going to tell you. I don't you. like being on auto. Okay. Um, my favourite song yeah, from yeah, yeah, I w- the I Guardian soundtracks <laughs> is um, I, I, from I, I Awesome never, Mix I've 2. It is My <laughs> Sweet Lord by George Harrison. Oh. Is that coming up? And seeing as it's his birthday, let's play oh, it. Shall we buy him a cake? Yeah. My Sweet Lord. Where's it and we're back for meat and cheese, everybody. Hello, please, and hello, hello, hello. Uh, (coughs) This is meat and cheese. I've got blisters on my fingers. What? This is mead and cheese on Demon FM. Mead How is everyone? And cheese. You know, I'm still in shock that <laughs> Nick Clegg is the head of global affairs for Facebook. He is. I also learned today that he supports Arsenal, which is another reason why. I oh don't my like god! Him. Then we, he's on our yeah, wrong list. Yeah, he, he is no, the uh, he is the nemesis. Yes. I don't like him because he made a promise that he wouldn't raise tuition fees. And, and then he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. What? He also I'm made no a promise way. that he'd, you know, do his job, and then he proceeded to do his job, oh which was God. lap dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? Politicians lying and taking funds out of uh, education? No way! He was so useless. a smack. <laughs> do we bother anyway, bringing up why we're actually talking about Nick Clegg? Um, no, this is the Beatles well, special well, where we talk about it, Nick Clegg. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. everyone's favourite Prime <laughs> Minister? Uh, oh, uh, no, Gordon Brown that. and then Boris Johnson. My, mine's got what? to be Clement Attlee. Yeah. Well, well, in my lifetime, they're my two Prime Ministers. 
since I was born. So Gordon Brown and then Boris Johnson. Okay. Yeah, but you don't like Boris Johnson because you agree I, with him. I, you just I, find him funny. Right, I can justify oh, yeah. both. Right. Uh, reason I like Boris is because it's just the things he say. Like he's uh, he's a I, I would just like to note that I'm pretty sure we're not allowed to talk about this. I had the same issue. Well, I was we're here. talking about the of course not, we are. Clement Attlee was the prime minister who founded the NHS. Okay, that is let's, the best thing well, yes. this country Let, has. Let's also say that this is personal opinions, so we can talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, this is all and personal also, opinions. This is the, personal opinions. When I was here Therefore, on the first, on the first lockdown, I was so happy whenever Boris was talking. It's entertaining. I don't care what he's saying. He's entertaining. He, yeah, he's. Like whole, he's funny. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but as a politician, no. Yeah. I don't want a prime minister who's entertaining. I'd rather have a boring prime minister. I want a prime minister a who's job. entertaining. I I'll really be honest, want one. I'll be honest, and this is like a European's <laughs> view of this. You do know most of your prime ministers are a joke, right? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I, right? So you you ever met the UK as a taxpayer? What you want to be paying for? You're paying for someone to be there and be entertaining because they get to go on our TV shows. So you want them to at least have like a good set of humour, you know, charisma. um, You know, that's the sort of things you're looking for in a good prime minister. And then British people are wondering why EU cannot take them seriously (laughs) because you vote entertaining people. What? Or completely yeah. boring people. Hey, 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 hey Italy vote like voted him for a member of parliament who was a porn star. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of true. So are we, are we allowed to talk about planet on, on radio? Uh, Look, we're not allowed to talk Probably. about politics on the radio, so I think we've already broken every rule <laughs> oh, in Ofcom. Really? We're not allowed to discuss explicit nudity either. But Torin told everyone earlier that I wasn't wearing any trousers, so. <laughs> I think today's oh. just been a breakdown all of. So what else? Um, did, did, how many rules? Are, are, are ghosts right. real? Vice, let's, let's right. ghosts <laughs> Vice chair Corey person. Yes, <laughs> illicit substances aren't right. they great? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Shall we, we do it off contract? <laughs> Shall we do an Ofcom crackdown across all FM? Okay. Shall we go into everyone's show and like see if they're following Ofcom? And do a tick list. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh. Excuse me. Is that going to be my? Shall I make that my role in Demon FM? The off. Not actually be appointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just sort of sit there in the corner, just like <laughs> tutting. Why don't? And then, it, and then why we should get to any other corner, saying like egging everyone on, like go on, say it. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's literally going to be a rebel. No, no, Tell no, no. I'll, s- I'll stand on one side, and the the other person will stand on the other p- side of the host. So it'll literally be like the angels on their shoulders. Sorry, I have a question. We can actually. We can't actually talk about the ghosts. You're not allowed to say ghosts are real. Really? No. What no. is this, China? It, it's it's not a factual. <laughs> no. Do you have evidence? Sorry, I got political. You're also not allowed to um do hypnotism on the radio. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but right, right. Right. you know, we all going on. There's a massive hypnosis, so <laughs> yes. we bring everyone in. <laughs> and me and Corey get people to like drink the, our weird juices on our. Whoa, 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 guys, 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 guys! Let's not break all the rules. Let's not talk about anyone's. I was going to say water. I was going to go. The chair and vice chairs of Demon Media. Yeah. We can officially say that no rules were broken. Of yeah. course. Um, and, and if, if any rules, rules were, were broken, broken, we were never told. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is not. And this is also the vice chair's opinion is not my opinion. Um, yeah. And this is a work event. And this is. 
This is a work event. We've got, there, we've we got uh, Evan. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to read the official apology, by the way. I do sincerely apologize for any offense that was caused by <laughs> our language. <laughs> Evan, hey, can, hey, can we all read it together? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes at the same it. time. Wait, I want to read it. What page, are we, what page are we on, Evan? Uh, 12. Uh, 12. Breaking off Let me get 12. Can we synchronized read right. it? Yeah, we've got, we're going to have such Come different readings. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so Okay, exciting. Evan, I'm ready. Hold okay, on, I right. read it Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me film this as well. Why do we do <laughs> something so Oh, stupid. Jesus. Yes, yes. Take a video and send it to me afterwards. Right, let okay, me Ready? <laughs> Give me 30 seconds. Okay. So are we all reading it? Yeah, we're, yes, all, we are. we're all reading are, it. Are we agreeing on which bits to cut out or are we just sort of going for all of it? Going for all of it. Right, okay. okay. You ready? Three, two, one, go. I, I do sincerely apologise for any offence that I've caused by my use of language, the use of language in the song. I would like to highlight my my language, the language heard, does not reflect the views, opinions or stance of Demon FM. Sorry once again. Let's move on with the show. Continue with continue the show. I am so disappointed that we didn't pan the microphones. I think that's the funniest thing we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know how well it's going to play on the actual listeners. Let's move on with the show. Completely professional from now on. Let's yes. do some yeah, Ringo should. Star. Should we do some Ringo Star? Oh, let's do some Ringo Star. Do you not want to talk? Ringo Star? Should we do some Ringo Star? Let's do some Ringo Star. Ringo Star. Let's do some Ringo Star. Next up, we've got It Doesn't Come Easy by Ringo Star. Ringo Star. Thank you, Jesus. This is Mead and Cheese, although DJ Cheese has made a dramatic exit. He's left the building. Elvis has left the building. This is what happens when we have to apologise for breaking the rules, okay? Mead and Cheese, we we are the chairs of Demon Media. We shouldn't have to follow the rules, okay? We, we, we are above all of these peasants who have to follow the rules. Uh, so, if, if we have to apologise... That is such a hit to our reputation that I think I can't really blame Lord Jackson for walking out. I mean, he's a lord. He is a lord. Lord shouldn't have to apologise. Damn, that is true. That Why is, is he a lord? He actually became a Why lord. Why do you ask these questions? Literally, someone bought him a lordship. Yeah, his brother for Christmas bought him a lordship. You're joking. A square plot mm. of land You're joking. in, in um, the Lake District. There's about three metres square. Three metres. So like yes. nothing. Well. Yep. Yeah. I know, I know, it's insane. Actually, I've said that I want to one day become a lord. I will. <laughs> Once I get my dual nationality, I'm actually gonna buy myself this. Or I will have someone else buy it for me, just to show that I'm generous. And what I mean by someone else, I will actually be like, buy it for me. <laughs> With a gun. That makes With sense. A gun. No, not a gun. I never, I never force my friends to anything. I would never do that. They're all here of their own free will. It's a joke. I'm joking, everyone. Should I start reading the apology? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Are we reading the apology again? Evan, wait, you should wait, do it in a wait. really dramatic voice. I have something even better. Okay, you ready? No. <clears throat> I do sincerely apologize. 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 For any offense that was caused by... For any offense that may have been caused. By my use of language. My use of language. The language used within the 
song. The language used within the song. I would like to highlight. Okay. I, like to I, was, I, was, I was worried for a second. I was going to make too much noise coming in. But then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm apologising in here, Samar. Give you, me a second. You, you walk in and you see someone messing with the panning. There's two grown men that are whispering into <laughs> the microphone. Should we go oh. to a song before we uh, do the quizzes? Yes, because we have three quizzes for you. People. We have three quizzes coming up. Me we, and we Tom maybe this have week one. haven't written these yeah. quizzes. We are the ones being quizzed. Wait, Roy, can you just tell us why we didn't write any quizzes first? Uh, because we've been so focused on getting the Beatles special prepared and ready yeah. that we, no, you've we been hung over. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are this is fake news. Um, so yeah. But so we managed to get three quizzes yeah. for all the interests that we love here in Mid and Tees. Yeah. We have one for Mid, one for Tees, and one for Trains. This is I amazing. It. I love it. I so, love it so who's much. going first? Is it going to be our train conspire? Oh, I think is it going to be our data analyst or our special guest? I think we'll go to a song and then we will play the train game. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. So next up, we've got "I'm Only Sleeping" by the Beatles. I'm only sleeping, and I am very tired right now, so I wouldn't mind to be sleeping, to be honest. Mm. Well, yeah. quite well, tired. sleep is a privilege, and it's not for me, so. Okay, Evan, you have a quiz for us. Yes, I have a quiz for trains. We're please, gonna please stop that, Corey. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> stop Damn. it. <laughs> why, why, why do we let you sit there? <laughs> because he's a vice chair, so he gets... Uh, I'm the health and safety, yeah. so I can kick anyone out and if I, I decide that the they are health or unsafe. <laughs> anyway, please don't do this. <laughs> I want to do it regularly. Okay. Go on, go on, go on. We're playing... Two truths and one lie for the following three statements. You ready? Yes. Yeah. You have to say yes, guys. Come on. Okay. Really? First statement. America's first steam locomotive lost a race to a horse. I could believe that. I could believe that. Second statement. A 14-year-old once impersonated a train conductor and drove a Brooklyn train for over three hours before getting caught. I can believe that too. too, And the third statement, a Mexican brakeman saved a town by burning a train filled with dynamite away from the town before he died. I know that one's true. Thank you, Ed. I can't believe that one as well. I'm sure that one's true. I think think it's the first one that's the false one. Okay, uh, Ed thinks it's the first one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with, yeah, I'm gonna go with the first one. I think that uh, the first uh, train lost the race to a horse, right? Yeah. Oh, Does anyone know. agree? I really don't know because the first one sounds Ooh. very true. Like, I no, we know no, America's I'm, bad I'm at going trains. With my actually. second. So that fourteen-year-old uh, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the second. I think that sounds like something you'd make up. Yeah, I'm going to go with that uh, as well. I actually. think the third one sounds like a total lie. And I know Ed said he's heard that, but I don't. I believe. I believe Ed's M- heard Maybe that. we're in league together. Yeah, maybe Ed's yeah. thrown us off. Yeah, but I do think it's number two actually. Yeah, I yeah, go- think about the first one logistically. I mean. How do you race a train and a horse? Exactly. Well, you By can having them run against yeah. each other. No, 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 because a train needs to accelerate. A horse will pretty much accelerate instantly. It, so it was supposed to be speed. Right, so just remember, the pioneers of America were building horses, and they were all cowboys. So <laughs> they, would they have were building horses. Were, did you say U.S. train? Yes, the first yeah, American first train. U.S. locomotive. Yeah, so it would have been the cowboys. And we know oh, the U.S. Okay. are bad at yeah. trains. <laughs> Well, they do have a nice train <coughs> system. Actually, you it's know, not Germany or Japan, but it's good. I can be- I can believe that they would be like, let's test it against the horse. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're so it's, it's wild western. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're, they're probably shooting guns yeah. as well while they did it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. 
<laughs> disprove that trains are any good. They're going to get the horse out. While eating yeah. the processed cheese slices. <laughs> <laughs> in what, 18, like 70 or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what do we vote for the second one? I'm going for this second <sighs> one. It's false, yeah. I'm going to go for the third one. Ed? Oh, I'm going with second. James? Second. So, I can actually tell you <coughs> that the second one was a slight lie it <gasps> wasn't a 14 year old it was a 16 year old who actually impersonated a train conductor and drove a brooklyn train for over three hours in america and yeah. something also interesting indeed the first train actually lost to a horse because americans were idiots and they actually <laughs> believed that it was harmful to the body to travel in such distances for example women were banned from trains at the start because they thought their uterus would fly away from their bodies and yes, the third one is actually a true story. Is this the <laughs> with education thing. system that the Americans go into debt for? I, I don't know. No. But is it, but that's the funny thing. They were both actually truths. You you got you spotted the lie perfectly. It wasn't a fourteen year old. It was a sixteen year old. But it still happened. I that's think a fourteen year old trying to pass as a train conductor is just so unbelievable. It's the yeah. voice. The voice. The, the sixteen year old yeah. in America. I mean, can drive so. Yeah, uh, true, yeah. Might as well pass the train. It's not the it? same, though, is it? It's not the same. Yeah, of course not the same. <laughs> mm. I can just imagine, like, all the train conductors are, like, talking on, like, the little mm. radios, and then they just get, like, some little kid on Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> yes, saying very racist stuff. <laughs> so, Tom, how is the poll going? The poll? The poll on um, Demon um, FM. We might put the poll next week on are mead and cheese so make sure you follow mead and cheese on twitter and instagram and you can also follow us on youtube as well uh we might do yeah. some youtube live stuff in here so I, okay i've got the poll up so i'll stop rambling we have a 75 percent lead of red leicester on yeah so <laughs> okay whoever's playing that please turn it right, off yeah we've had an 85 percent lead on red leicester against Stilton. Um, Glorious. Yeah, so... How's the Instagram poll going, Ed? You know how to get that up. No, I'm, I'm still working on the, I'll go to the my Instagram quiz post. questions because I, I still haven't... <laughs> oh, wait, I'll, 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 it's been really hard to try and find something obscure enough that I think Corey might not know it immediately. Red, Red Leicester, apparently. <laughs> apparently it's 33-67, is that right? Yes. 67% for so Red Leicester, Leicester 33% yeah. on Instagram. So, I'm sorry, old people. I just saw my head, my hair in this photo, and I don't like it. I should have brushed my hair today, but I never brushed my hair, but I should have put I, my gel on it. I got complimented on my hair earlier. Evan, before, yeah. I got a compliment once from but some people walking behind me where they were like, oh, I love your bag. And it just made me a bit annoyed because I was like be nice if someone had compliment something that wasn't my bag <laughs> it is a nice bag though it was a lovely bag it's my pokemon bag exactly it's right it's awesome okay so while we wait for ed to write his quiz let's uh, play another george harrison beatles song because it is his birthday yes and so I let's have a question for you guys after this Really important one. Okay, I can't wait to hear About it. The future of mid and cheese. Let's go. While my guitar gently weeps from the White Album, The Beatles. That was while my guitar gently weeps by The Beatles. Tom, 
What is our mission statement? Our mission statement is we are raising awareness of the greatest meads and the greatest cheeses across this country. We're trying to bring back a, a forgotten drink back into the he- headline because mead is the oldest drink in the world. And, um, you know, it, it is owed that respect. Everyone on this show has tried mead. Yes. What, do, what do you think? Really nice. It's, uh, I mean, it depends. I've only had a... The fight a cheap yeah the the what's what's harvest gold or garbage gold as you yeah, call it garbage, garbage gold. gold yeah last week we spoke about a mead from Morrison's and it's so terrible it is the worst mead I have ever tried it is a disgrace but, but Corey, it's like wine to be honest Corey, it, they mead, do have other mead, meads meads are a bit like wine sell this one. right okay yeah. yeah Corey, you're totally wrong here you're I'm not totally wrong it's a good mead it's good value it's good value where would you put it on the leaderboard Tom. Uh, probably like fourth. Probably at the bottom. No, right no. at the bottom. I won't give it first because it's not a top. It's not a top. But it is right. So you're drinking loads of mead, right? Lime yeah. Bay is the you best. You drink your one. lovely Lime Bay and you enjoy it. Right. You sit in there and then you're like, oh, I love another Lime Bay, and you're like, okay. I've had two lime bays and I fancy a third bottle. You don't want to spend another eight quid in a bottle. You, you know, you want to spend a fiver because at that point you're not going to taste the difference. So Demon Maybe. FM has uh, just put out a poll. Um, and I would like to read it because I think, obviously, Demon FM wants big things for mead and cheese. Of course. So, um, it, the poll reads, Should we host mead and cheese live from the metaverse, created by Mark the Zuck Zuckerman, at Mark Zuckerman, hashtag Demon yeah. FM, hashtag Don't. Demon, hashtag DME, hashtag, hashtag Demonfer, hashtag Student Radio, hashtag Idris Elba, hashtag Metaverse, <laughs> Idris Elba? hashtag Facebook, <laughs> at Kermit the Frog, I can't believe you called him Zuckerberg. <laughs> Oh, you put the rock after and, it. And the and the and and your options are yes, no, get out of my head, and hell yeah, meat and cheese. I will say this: we have to raise awareness for meat and cheese. That's why we need to modernize people. That's why we're talking about the metaverse. Obviously, the metaverse is like yeah. the next step in reality, yes. and that's why we have an idea about NFTs. Ooh, what is the idea? Go on, go on, go on. Oh, oh Christ, yeah, I, I came up with this, didn't I? <laughs> yes, Ed. You have yeah, the room. At the, end, at the end of the cheese war, the victor will be made into a one-time-only NFT. Non-fungible token. That we will then, um, we will then sell yes. and, and head to Ibiza with the profits. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, who doesn't want a, a yeah. NFT of cheddar? Who removed yeah. temporary yeah. secretary from the system? What? Uh, Ed, did you have a quiz? Uh, Why would anyone remove temporary secretary from the system? And also, we're not the playlist manager. Anyway, um, yes, I do. I do have two truths and a lie for you. Let's go. Is it two truths and a lie? Maybe they're all lies. (gasps) Maybe I just sat here and came up with funny things. (laughs) I wish I did. So I'm expecting good things because you are uh, the meat and cheese data analyst. Yeah, you'd expect this. But the thing is, I analyse the data. I don't make it up. (laughs) Okay. That's a very good point. That is a good anyway, point. Anyway, so so we all know that mead was first is a, has been around for about ten thousand years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that archaeologists do believe that its original use was in religious ceremonies. <laughs> yeah. Yes, wine of the gods. Yep. Uh, the first traces of mead in Europe come from the bell beaker culture. Who were named after the remains of their bell-shaped drinking vessels? Hold on, are these the truths and lies? Yep. Can can we start again? Oh Jesus Christ! Tara. I thought you were telling us a story. No. Ed has a very like story voice, doesn't he? I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I I I have um written a um child story, but no. But anyway, 
Um, what am I talking <laughs> So, originally, archaeologists believe that mead was used, originally, as part of religious ceremonies. Cool. The yeah. first traces of mead in Europe come from the Bellbeaker culture, nice. who are named after the remains of their bell-shaped drinking vessels. And Charles II visited Wales and was served mead as a sign of Welsh presence and nationalism at the time. We, we've, we've already had this as one of our truths, I think. Or we've Did discussed, you? We've discussed Prince Charles being a fan of mead. Corey, I've also uh, didn't hear the last one. Charles II. <laughs> oh, not, not Prince yeah, Ch- Charles. Yeah, not Charlie III. Uh, Charlie could you two. go through them one more time for us? Jesus Christ, I hate both of you. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ. So, originally, archaeologists... Sorry. Archaeologists believe that mead was originally used as part of religious ceremonies. Yep. Nice. The first traces of mead in Europe come from the Bellbeaker culture, so named after their bell-shaped drinking vessels that have been found... I think that's true. We spoke about pottery vessels. I think that's true. But we spoke about ones in China. Charles II visited Wales and was served mead as a sign of Welsh presence and nationalism. That's a lie. You, no, no, I no, no, the no, no, one is like, no, 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 I, I, I disagree. Agree. It's Wales. It's Charles. No. no, Wales, Wales, as we all know, Wales do have mead. I disagree because, okay. because yeah. Prince Charles, the current one, when he went to Wales, he was did also Did I say given Prince Charles? I did say Charles II, right? <laughs> he was also given mead as, like, a Welsh um, I, 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 I want to just stress, it isn't Prince Charles, it's Charles II. Yeah. The, not the one who got beheaded, his son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, I'll bet you with that, Corey, if you're saying that So, data. So, I mean, we've spoke about pottery vessels before, um, but not bellbeaker ones. We, we spoke about the ones in China. And yeah. that was from 7,000 BC. So so when when was these Bellbeaker ones found, Ed? Uh, oh, Christ. Um, I'd have to look it up. I can't remember the num- the date. Uh, hmm. It was about 2,800 BC. BCE. That's, that's, that's true. That's true, I think, because yeah. uh, we spoke about the first so mead in Europe being discovered between uh, 2,800 and 1,800 so BC. Lord Corey, are we saying number one, then? What was number one again? Archaeologists? Uh, archaeologists believe that mead was originally used in religious ceremonies. But the, I th- they all sound true. That yeah. does sound true. That's the thing. Because I think that without the, the scientists believe, but I don't know about archaeologists specifically. Well, I, archaeologists are like si- essentially scientists, but for the uh, past. I think I'm going to go with number three as a lie. Right, I'm, I'm going to join you on number three because I'm really three? stuck now. Yeah, it's a really hard one. I can believe them all. Uh, who else have we got? So what's what's the answer? What's okay. James, do you have any Three? opinion on what the lie could be? Uh, the lie, uh, you know what? You saying something about Prince Charles, the current Prince Charles, right? And yeah, how yeah. he was presented with uh, the mead yeah. in Wales. I reckon you know that, I, I, and you've built off it. That's what I reckon. You reckon? I reckon he's built off it, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. maybe he's also yeah. built off the pottery vessels fact from yeah. before. He could have built off anything. He's a very good data analyst. He knows. Yeah, true. <laughs> a, this has got a lot of data in these questions. He's done a really hard one. I'll give him that. Right, we are pressed for time, so let's. Uh, shall I, so are we going all right, going. So through? who's got their final answer? I'm going number three. I'm going three. Three. Go three. No. So everyone going with them. Um, Charles II was yeah. not served mead as part of Welsh nationalism. 
Yes. Well, in fact, he was served meat as a. <laughs> of course, he was. As a sign of Welsh. Na- when the Welsh he was are lovely. <laughs> when he was twelve years old, Prince Charles the Second, or Prince Charles at the time, visited Wales in sixteen forty-two and was served. you about the current Prince Welsh, Charles. He did well, the same well, thing. Welsh methaglin mead <laughs> as a sign of Welsh presence in the area in the emerging British identity. Mm. Oh, oh, wow. What I can that? also reveal that the first traces of mead in Europe do come from the Belbeca people. Mm. The Belbeca culture of 2800 to 1800 ish BCE. So that makes the lie. And the lie is, of course, mead originally being believed to have been used as part of religious ceremonies. But it was, well, wasn't it? Well, mead, as from what I know, well, mead emerged at around the same time mm. as the first temples did. The first temples emerged in the Middle East whereas the first traces of mead are in China and there is no evidence to suggest that they were used in religious ceremonies at all okay that makes sense however I wouldn't be surprised about it because you know it's a bit of a coincidence isn't it yeah <laughs> okay so um James you have a cheese quiz for us well, yeah, but it's it is not it's nothing on that. I mean, wow, well, I don't know. That's so that is I'm, that I'm is not gonna lie. I went analyst. through the wi- yeah. the Wikipedia well, from week. So, yeah. so let's do. <laughs> I thought it'd be really let easy. But let's, of, uh, let's do a bit of up. a bit of Paul McCartney. Too many people, yeah. and then we will come back. Yeah. And Certainly, the last yeah. thing we do will be Ju- the cheese. Just players. an update on the poll: Stilton is now behind at thirty percent. And Red Leicester is still at 70. So we've uh, seen a bit of shift. The shift, other but poll, important. The other poll is 66.7% in favour of getting out of my feed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Alright, see you after the break. Mead and Cheese, the Beatles special, where we have spoken about Idris Elba, Thomas the Tank and yes. Nick Clegg, the Metaverse, um, anything Jeez. but the Beatles, really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what... I mean, they're so legendary. The Beatles so have been talked about a yes. lot. W- what can we add to the conversation? Exactly. So you know, we, yeah, we can add um, other topics. Exactly. It's like there's nothing to do. Amazing. <laughs> uh, James, because yes. we are pressed for yes. time, are you ready to do your quiz? I could try and bang it out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Where do I start? Where do I start? Um, right now, this is the basic one that I, if you know this instantly, I can swap it out for another fact. Okay. 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 Sure. Uh, cheese making, not being a cheesemonger, but cheese making, just the ch- product of cheese, has existed before written history. <sighs> I think that's wrong. That sounds believable. That but does that, sound but true. Then if it's been, okay. if it's in the history yeah. books that cheese was around before written history, then that is a written about history. <laughs> so that would make that <laughs> that's a really weird one. There I are a lot of stuff that will happen before history was. I think that's true, but also I really do like your point, because that that is a. <laughs> I don't because that that's. Do, like, do you need any further detail? I'm so yeah. Tired. Give, yeah, throw some in. Okay. Um earliest discoveries have been found in Poland and Croatia. They found okay, bits okay. of cheese and clay sieves. But I could but believe how that, is the I'm earliest sure. discovery in well, it wasn't written about, they just discovered it. They, they discovered it, was, it and didn't write about it. It was before written history. It's so they didn't write it. They didn't write it's called it. So it's is it like it's, so was it like a fossil you know, with like some guy with like discovering some cheese yeah. frozen in time? That's gonna be logically where I can see it as not being written or about. Or maybe it's like one of those pottery vessel sort of things where it's like, oh this pot 
of vessel has a bit of cheese in it <laughs> that dates back to 2000 BC or whenever. Do you want your second 100% true fact? Go on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cheddar, parmesan and brie are usually, mostly, safe for people who are lactose intolerant. I don't know. Okay. That's a lie. Cheddar's not, though, is it? I'm going with that's the lie. Can I'm I... What, could you say that again? I should probably... I didn't actually say aged cheddar. Aged cheddar. Oh, okay. Parmesan and brie are usually mostly safe for people who are lactose intolerant. No, but parmesan's a really strong cheese. Well, it's yeah. a hard cheese. And so is aged cheddar. So I'm, I'm going to say with, that one's yeah, the I'm lie. Yeah, I'm going with that's the lie. I know, I can believe it. Or maybe he's doing that one to froze off. <laughs> no, and he did say aged cheddar, like, so it is like something at least specific. Yeah, but maybe he's I made th- it I think, I think he, he wrote it down that he would accidentally not say you, aged cheddar. You think cheddar. he's done that sort of level of trickery on yeah, me? Yeah, <laughs> he had a long time to work yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's in life, I'm going to like, throw that one. Okay, okay. do you want my next one? Yeah, yeah. go for it, go uh, for it. I like this one, I like this one. Um... Okay, okay. Um, so, there were cheesemongers. You know what a cheesemonger is, right? Cheese- no. <laughs> cheesemaker. A cheesemonger. Cheesemonger. Let's just say cheesemaker. Cheesemakers yeah. in Kiribati have yeah. had their operations stopped because of dubious activity. That being that they were putting human milk with the goat's milk into their thing for flavouring and didn't tell anyone. Mm. Hold on, when, this wasn't part of the two truths and a lie, was it? What? What do you mean? This wasn't one of the lies or truths you told us. Yeah, you to- you just no, said no, no, another no, no, one. No, 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 that was my third one. He's, th- he's told us three. That wasn't your third one. Yeah. That was you. You've just said four. I have not said four. He's not. He said we said no, three. No, no, you no, said no, no. four yeah, because you said, you said before written history. Then you said found in Poland, and then you said no, um, no, 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 no. Poland one was that uh, was my extra it, detail. Yeah, he gave he extended the detail. Oh. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, yeah. He, he's done more research than we've ever done in our much, lives. You'd have too much of a gap between. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I thought oh, those yeah. were two different ones. Okay. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Me, me and Corey don't listen very well. <laughs> exactly. So what was that third one? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so cheesemakers in Kiribati have had their operations stopped because of dubious activity. That activity being that they were sort of dousing their goat's milk with human milk for flavouring. You know, I'm going with that's the lie because that sounds stupid like you made it up. Not calling you <laughs> stupid, but... No, no, of all no. milks you could have chosen, human milk is probably the weirdest. That's quite... Because on the, on the Facebook marketplace, human milk is quite expensive. Yeah, it's kind of. I watched a documentary about it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Facebook Marketplace. Or you ever heard it straight from the brand? Yeah, you can, you can, you can buy, people I mean, buy it in America from there. Um, can I throw a fourth one in? Yeah. What point? Why not? Uh, uh, no, we're not doing a fourth one. Can, Go on, no, throw it in. Can I throw it in? Yeah, because he wants to say it. Look. Well, that one's got to obviously be true then, hasn't it? Or, or it, would there be more than one lie? <laughs> Maggot cheese in Sardinia. Well, that one's. Oh, bad. that's true. I know about okay. that. I just like that one. That was just one off the top of my head that I remember. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the most expensive yeah. cheese, I think. Yeah, I think we. Uh, or one of them. All right. Um, we, we need to get our up. guesses in. We got a minute. We got a minute, so. Uh, I'm going with number three. Yep. I'm going three. with number three. I'm going with number two. What was it? What was the lie? 
Yeah, which is the lie. Number three. Hey, right. hey. Well done, you tricked okay. me. I had to turn it back. I had to yeah. turn it back because it was even stupider than that. I was going to be like, human milk is a delicacy in Kiribati. No, <laughs> <laughs> what well, like, is a delicacy? I like that lie. Does, any, does anyone here when like Elton John? It, I believed it. So uh, Are we still it, standing? It, does does anyone here one, like Elton John? Yeah, why? Because yeah, is he still because, standing? Because Elton John did a um, collaboration with John Lennon, and they created this amazing song called "Whatever Gets You Through the Night," which is what will get you through the night as the last and, and song we're leaving. on Mead and Cheese. Yeah. Goodbye, Thank everyone. You for, for joining us. Thank, Thank you. Everyone. Goodbye, everyone.